Hello and welcome to our podcast on Explorations on Feminist Leadership by One Future Fellows 2022, a podcast by the 2022 cohort of the One Future Fellows, where we discuss, examine, and learn about all things feminist leadership. First off, let us introduce ourselves as your hosts for this episode. I am Anjali. I go by the pronouns she/her. I'm Sahil, and I go by the pronouns they/them. And I'm Purnima, and I use the pronouns she/her. We are all curious and perpetually questioning intersectional feminists who strongly believe in and are on a quest to understand feminist leadership. We are here to discuss a very interesting topic today: parenting in pop culture. Needless to say, because of our lived experiences and a lifetime of consuming pop culture, exploring this topic came very effortlessly to us. So true, Anjali. It is actually definitely an. undeniable fact that the first and foremost social conditioning which we all receive are from our parents during our childhood therefore there is a huge significance of parenting or the lack of it in our life and this helps us build a very first sense of identity into this world in this relationship you can say traditionally parents have immense power and responsibility and unsurprisingly the quintessential parent child relationship is therefore a breeding ground for interpersonal oppressions this i think already justifies the necessity of exploring parenting better and one way of exploring concepts is through the representation in pop culture so basically what is pop culture pop culture is a collection of ideas perspectives attitudes images and other phenomena that are within the mainstream of a given culture especially the western culture This collection of ideas both permeates and reflects the everyday lives of the society and everything central to the human experience. Since we consume it so often, it is therefore crucial and important to scrutinize it for the various political undertones it carries. Yeah, absolutely. So, when we talk about representation in pop culture, there are two things pop culture does, right? One is that it shows us what is. Um that is it represents reality. and two it shows us what things can be so it allows us to reimagine new possibilities in today's episode we are going to speak about both of these things what parenting is in pop culture and how pop culture has taken on some responsibility in showing us how parenting can be more insightful more empathetic and less rooted in just normative notions of how parenting works um and yeah that is our we want to explore feminist in uh, parenting in a truly feminist manner that's so true for us too right our try comprises people from different age groups because of which we felt it would be interesting to hear what our observations personal experiences and understanding of parenting have been with pop culture and how it has affected our lived experiences more importantly we have hope that we can rewrite scripts of what a feminist world can look like and that's our that's what our podcast is small hope that discussing about parenting and pop culture will lead to someone anyone listening and feeling a shift tiny as it may be so let's get started yes so let's get started so so i think one of the prominent stereotypical notions and consequences of parenting is around how our social conditioning has made us see parenting as an ultimate life goal and how the parents are seen as the ultimate provider or the decision maker of their children for like forever if you think about it not only does this rob people of their own choice but it also forces many people down this path which is 
questionable given that everyone may not want these things and more importantly not be equipped to handle the responsibilities that come with marriage and also ultimately parenting i think what the subconsciously also creates in our head is the role of parents as the ultimate decision maker providers who simply cannot go wrong ever with things they ask from us for all the sacrifices they have made for their child you know it is often seen as a duty of the child to listen and do things that a parent expects from them now as disturbing as this can be for the child this also puts parents on pedestals and they start to be viewed as people who know it all what we need to understand here is that just like everything parenting is an ever learning trial and error process this actually reminds me of the movie kabhi khushi kabhi gham now for those of you who have watched this epic movie can never forget the very strict father played by amitabh bachchan he imposed his ideas of who would be an ideal partner for his adopted son shahrukh khan yeah poonima <laughs> funny you mention it because it's one of my favorite movies and i remember that the character shahrukh khan wasn't left with a choice at all and this was seen as the norm and the way it should be even though shahrukh khan decided to marry the girl of his choice he was ousted from his family for not being the good son because he simply wanted to have a partner and a life of his own choosing parents are seen as god figures who can never go wrong <laughs> and even though they end up out like ousting you from their lives they are infallible the devotion it just makes no sense and ironically the tagline of this movie is that it's all about loving your parents so love your parents despite anything that they do to you <laughs> right also does everybody remember the stone hearted baldev who was played by amrish puri from dilwale dulhaniya le jayenge believe me for the longest time of my life i was so scared what would happen to me if i ever got in a similar position like that of shahrukh khan and kajol in these films you know and this this thought that you know what if i also end up doing something you know quote unquote wrong kept haunting me forever i mean need you also say more like apart from this you know children concept parents i mean especially mothers often expected to sacrifice a lot of their own desires and shun aside other things that make them human as it is shown in english english and she devi's movie and in and in return expect complete complicity from children in terms of their identity you know academic and personal achievements and the obedience and sub- sub- subservience to parents it creates a toxic culture surrounding the concept parenthood itself and dehumanizes everyone involved to be honest it also serves a breeding ground for a lot of conflict and resentment which well unfortunately itself is familiar to a lot of us i mean many many all, all of us almost that's that's true sahil like you know honestly the sad part about all of this is somehow the fact that parents and children both actually start to see themselves as failures or not being good enough if they try and do something out of their own choice and not follow you know the social protocol if this is not unresolved trauma i seriously don't know what is <laughs> um while we are on the topic of unresolved trauma let's talk about the unresolved trauma inflicted by archaic gender roles and heteronormative parenting so parenting and marriage have both always been largely heteronormative institutions 
and roles for different parents have been written and reinforced time and again fathers are financial providers never really present mothers are caregivers and women responsible for the household with no voice in that very household be it about their child's education take the example of tari ramin poet the mother of course wants the very best for her child at the same time is very reluctant about sending him away to boarding school the ultimate decision though is made by the father because he believes that is the best thing for the child and oh i am sure everybody's heard of kyuki sas week of vivo hoti the soap that never ended um this never ending saga had the roles of women very clearly written as that of being perfect bahu perfect beti perfect everything um it's a bit pressurizing no actually now that you talk about this you know anjali pop culture icons are actually subject to all of this we all have witnessed interviewers journalists asking specifically female actors when they would get married or get pregnant or rather you know settle down these questions are never asked to a male counterpart and this this kind of makes me really angry sometimes because not only are these limiting for the parents but also for the children who can all seek to make the relationship so much more holistic maybe fathers want to be more involved nurturing warm and maybe mothers actually want to seek financial freedom and career growth but these stories again and again reinforce these narratives repeatedly restricting people's imaginations of what can be lastly they also limit the idea of families to heteronormative and heteronormative ideas and fail to represent how poor families and chosen families operate and if institutions are not inclusive one could always argue that the very foundations are not feminist to even begin with i guess there is also ho- uh, light of hope in all of this representation i guess Uh, it's about the radical imaginations and the reimagination of parenting that we have recently seen almost growing one of them is queer inclusive parenting and you know inclusion of queer and chosen families in let's say movies or dramas as discussed earlier parenting has largely been portrayed as a very heteronormative society a heteronormative structure however with the feminist movement gaining more speed and support the representation of queer and chosen families have also started featuring in mainstream pop culture families with queer parents queer children and chosen families with friends or even other communities like say in the tv series of post uh, pose have all featured in pop culture albeit in, in small numbers and with often harsh representation too modern family full house the queer sons made in heaven are some of the examples of you know mainstream pop culture that have showcased diversity of experiences one can have as a parent and also as a family these talk about how adoption surrogacy or even other methods of having kids are not freely available to queer people about how same sex couples in india can imagine a future as a family and showcases the reality that can come with being queer in a world that spreads queer messia so often it also helps in understanding and accepting different forms of parenting available to us available inside the world and outside of it single parents same sex parents adoption surrogacy Therefore, there is, of course, an immensely long way to go. But it is encouraging that a conversation has started, and the work to rewrite the script has already begun. Yeah, you're right, Sahil. It's so important to acknowledge that the work has begun. 
and um, one more thing that i think needs rewriting is the idea of sharing power and unconditional acceptance so sharing of power and inclusion should be one of the most important values of parenting which we really hardly see in pop culture so in the movie dil dhadakne do we see anil kapoor the father figure initially snubbing his daughter really harshly when she expresses that she wants a divorce and to leave this loveless marriage and an abusive controlling husband but he listened and he learned and he does eventually support her in the way she needs to be supported another really heartening example of feminist sport, um, parenting is in the show this is us which i absolutely love um the daughter of one of the lead couples tess is the name of the character is a lesbian character while the parents had trouble grappling with her queerness initially they you know people are just conditioned differently and because of a general lack of understanding of queerness that permeates the world the parents took on the responsibility to learn to be better and to do better to support her and their growth as feminist parents is so heartwarming to see So in the last season Tess is shown to be very uncomfortable in a bridesmaid dress at a wedding and her mother goes and asks her you know what's wrong she says it doesn't really feel like me um because she just feels a little dysmorphic while looking at herself in the dress and um she says you know i didn't want to disappoint anybody and her mom looks her in the eye really steadily and says you will never disappoint me and believe me when i say i started crying because to hear that unconditionality in those words was just incredible um to be shown parents who unconditionally accept their children as they are um obviously not in the con- context of toxic behavior or problematic behavior it's just really remarkable to see that and it showed me what i could and what i should expect from my parents and hopefully parents watching can see how powerful and empowering parenting can be right yeah i think that's that's very true i think all these examples that we spoke of does give us some hope right that um it is a powerful and empo- empowering process um but i think it's it's also very important to kind of also understand and acknowledge the challenges or even negotiations that parents actually face because of pop culture you know especially in today's generation new or would be parents who are more you know maybe feminist in their approach often worry about how to stop or protect kids from consuming today's pop culture which often promotes systemic gender stereotypes i mean pop culture is not just entertainment right but also it's it's it is an access to information or knowledge and therefore being concerned with it is a very important responsibility that parents take for example there are several series or let's say animated cartoons on youtube and even video games which are deeply problematic to say the least and sadly the list of such content is just endless because of the freely accessible internet culture that we have now and let's be honest here pop culture is not the same as it was 20 years ago which was problematic in different ways as we have discussed some time back and our generation currently is not dealing with a host of issues that my parents never really encountered 
I was having a conversation with my friend once where we discussed how coming from a feminist perspective, we're constantly challenged by new pop culture phenomena that don't seem to be the best choices for our children or, you know, the, the future generation in general. But because we don't live under a rock, they are still going to be exposed to them. So what do we do then? Yeah, I completely agree. As a former educator, uh, I also really face this issue sometimes because on one hand, we can't really control what children see because it will just distance them from us. But at, and at the same time, we want to be trusted adults in their life who they come and talk to. But at the same time, what do you do about wanting to protect your children from all these horrors of the internet and pop culture? It's really tricky. And I think we really need to acknowledge how like how much hard work it takes to be a feminist parent. That is so true. This also reminds me of the series I have watched recently. I was watching, uh, I, I hope everyone knows Love, Victor. And the parenting concept that, that parenting a queer child can be very tough in some cultures is so well, well written there. The father figure is accepting Victor's sexuality, but the mother figure, because she's a Catholic, an ardent Catholic, she has very difficult time understanding these things. And she's mm-hmm. taking her time to understand these concepts and try to rebuild her imagination of what queerness is. And that is so beautifully done, especially also in a cultural perspective. The same goes for another series I watched, which was Lady Bird, another movie which was beautifully done, especially the mother-daughter relationship, which can be tricky to understand, you know. I guess feminist parenting or even parenting in general in a, let's say, in a uh, world which ardently urges for us to be feminist in some way or the other is a very hard work, as we've all mentioned. But the question arises, right? Is feminist pop culture the answer to all of our parenting problems? (laughs) Well, Sahil, I think the question is rhetorical here. I think because I think it's clear as day that it is not, you know. Parenting is hard work, as you rightly said, and it takes truly, I think, courageous people to take on the responsibility to raise responsible people. I mean, looking at pop culture to understand narratives and to reflect is very necessary, but one also needs to look beyond and look inwards and to communities, which is why I feel trying to follow feminist leadership principles and placing them at the foundation of one's parenting is, I think, probably a good start. So, you know, maybe starting by being a little bit more self-aware, creating a safe environment for the parents and the children, caring for oneself and others, committing to learning and unlearning, active listening, using power responsibility, responsibly and maybe more transparently. Um, also taking accountability when mistakes are made. I think, you know, this is something which we all have struggled, I think, with parents. But I think some of these things could go miles in rewriting the future of parenting. And parents can manage to retain even humaneness as well as demonstrate leadership through care and also, most importantly, by setting an example. So true. I guess uh, what can we say is that I guess the repentance pop culture is widely now diverse and also very, very uh, rapidly changing. And even, I would say, in a better way. Because now we are seeing more and more queer characters, layered parenting, and not just one shared characters, right? 
I mean, right. OTT platforms like Netflix or Amazon Prime, let's say, have really opened avenues to showcase gems of you know wholesome and even layered parent characters, which was not available in the '90s or let's say the '80s of True. one layered woman and binary characters. True. Like I remember this movie called this movie called Tribanga uh, of Kajol. Like the the irony, right? We were talking about Kajol being restricted <laughs> by the yeah, uh, and now she's free, I guess. The, the film tells a story mm-hmm. about three, gen- three generations of women navigating the messy imperfections of parenting and how hard it can be, you know, on how to suppress one's desire and you know, not to let it go and destroy a child, I guess. Showcasing how it's okay to learn the process and maybe even unlearn your own things. Another series which was very controversial, I would say, Bombay Becomes. I remember the whole Twitter blowing up after this. Yeah, shows the cruel reality of how women, you know, are forced to choose between career and parenting, which should not be the case, and that somehow men can manage both, women can't. That's funny, I would say. <laughs> Lastly, I guess I'll mention this uh, recent series, Masaba Masaba. Uh, it has been a huge favorite of mine, I would say. All I, I guess I'm rooting for Nina G the most in in the series. <laughs> true, true. I do. Sure. At its very core, you know, it shows Nina Gupta as a very layered character with imperfections, perfections, her whole, it's it's a wholesome to watch her as a layered character and not as one shared, you know, like ma, ke anchel mein dhaka hua thing. And, you know, it's it's so warm to see that, you know, my mother is also the same. Our all parents are so layered and we can view them as that, as humans who are very layered. I guess they have their own stories to tell and their lives to fill with colors. Yeah, true. <laughs> you said it. Um, वैसे this is all easier said than done, of course. <laughs> And parenting really is just hard, hard work, man. <laughs> so, uh, good luck to all of us, those with parents, those planning to be parents, those who already are, to all the more. <laughs> And I hope we manage decently and can get through life without being um. or causing collateral damage because of the way parenting traditionally is and that we all have the courage to rewrite what kind and radically different parenting can look like yes. so to our listeners thank you for joining us and listening in today we really appreciate your support if you like this episode please follow us on instagram and facebook at one future collective and at one future underscore india on twitter and keep an eye out for future episodes of explorations on feminist leadership by one future fellows 2020 please leave your feedback questions comments on anchor or in our dms we look forward to hearing your thoughts until next time take care of yourself and we hope that we can explore more together like this sochcast tune in for more with the sochcast app from the google play store